Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to It's Puddin's Tea. Uh, this is episode four. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, I'm outside at the moment, so you may hear some rain. I'm not sure, but it's always been soothing to me, so hopefully it's soothing for you too, if you can hear it. Uh, but today I want to touch on uh, empaths and being an empath. Now, I've met, uh, maybe to my knowledge, I've met for sure at least two empaths. But I realize that a lot of people don't know that they're empaths. They're not aware of it. So today I just want to touch on it uh, to give you a better idea what an empath is. And maybe you may identify with an empath or maybe you know an empath and it may explain a lot. may help you understand others or understand yourself. So empaths, uh, by the way, I'm an empath. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful experience. Um... I'm very happy that I know now that I'm an empath because it explains a lot. So, being an empath, first let me uh, go over some signs of being an empath. Uh, One is major empathy. Uh, (laughs) Now, I know some people, some people have this trait of, you know, being very empathetic and you know uh displaying empathy but when it comes to an empath it's major like major empathy like you showing you're showing empathy to people in situations that may, I would never say no one deserves it but we we tend as empaths we tend to overdo it and we don't necessarily know when to cut it off and to I mean it's it's just too much sometimes. Sometimes we do too much and we end up exhausting the out of ourselves and we barely realize it sometimes because it's ingrained in you. You can't really help it. I know sometimes I can't help it. Um so that was uh sign number one. So sign number two is that you get easily overwhelmed now i know myself i suffer from anxiety and i know a lot of people who suffer from anxiety as well so that could also cause you to be easily overwhelmed excuse me uh but as an empath it tends to be heavy it tends to be heavier with an empath when it comes to pretty much almost any situation we kind of tend to overthink um and it's 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 really hard to navigate when we're so easily overwhelmed um and that will make more sense as I go along because it's kind of hard to kind of pinpoint as an empath how that affects us so yeah I'm gonna dig deeper into that so uh sign number three strong very 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 strong intuition like you know let's say for example a person of course or a situation it could involve almost anything or anybody but when it comes to that strong intuition like you know that you can't really save this person and it's not up to you to really I mean it's up to you to 
guide people as light beings and as you know it, it should be in most of our human nature in my opinion that's just my opinion that we should automatically you know uh really you know what i can't say that because that might lead to something else and i don't want to ruffle any feathers <laughs> but strong intuition you let's no i'm gonna say it anyway you feel it you know it this person doesn't there i won't say they don't care but they're not there and they're not trying to get to that certain level of understanding and they're just using you like that's pretty much how it is sometimes and you know you know you're wasting your time <laughs> you you know you wasting your time but you do it anyway and you keep pushing forward even though your intuition has been screaming from the moment you met this person but you tell yourself i can help them if i just keep doing what i'm doing they're going to change no one's going to change unless they want to change and it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't care about you it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't care about your feelings but um I feel so strongly about this one because empaths tend to attract a lot of narcissists and it could be a huge waste of time and energy. Okay, so I'm not going to stay too long on that. I'm not going to get personal with that. <laughs> but yeah, strong intuition is telling you from the beginning, middle and end that you're wasting your time. But you still invest your time and energy. Okay. Number four. You have an, this connection. You have this love for nature. You have this love for nature. And it's just, I mean, it's a different kind of love. It's a different kind of feeling when you're in nature, when you're outside. Like, I'm also an introvert and a lot of ways and sometimes I don't want to come out of my cave out of my back cave which I call my bedroom of course or out of the house but when I do and like for example like I said earlier when it's raining something about rain just just connects me to this planet to this universe and it just feels so good it's very calm it's very soothing a lot of you may even find yourself liking the sounds of nature as far as like meditation um, not necessarily meditation music. It could just be the sounds of nature. So, we got number five. Animals. Empaths have a different connection when it comes to animals. Like, there's a different type of love there. There's a different type of care there. Like, say for example, if you ever see a commercial or an ad or you may, for example, be on YouTube, for example, right? And you see these, you're watching like these animal videos and you just find yourself, before you know it, you've watched a hundred <laughs> videos. I know I find myself doing that. Watching a hundred videos from lion cubs to sloths and it just warms my heart, <laughs> you know? So I do have a special connection with animals. I feel better when animals are around. Uh, when I live on my own and I have pets, it just feels so good. I have a fish now named Sonic. He's a beta fish. I love him. Um, he has to be by himself, and he still has a great time. And I feel the same. Like he's introverted, so am I to a certain degree. I think beta fish are introverted. Yes, I said it. <laughs> but anywho, so then we have 
Number six, the dislike of crowds. Now, this one right here is where the easily overwhelmed really comes in at. I get my anxiety gets extremely high when it comes to crowds and groups of people. Now, the dislike of crowds, and the reason why is because as an empath, you pick up on energy. You pick up on everybody's energy, whether they're happy or sad, you're getting it all. And if you're not careful, and if, you, if you're not aware, then it's really hard to maintain your own vibe and your own energy because you're pretty much taking in someone else's energy. And as empaths, we usually take on the more of the non-happier side, unfortunately. So hopefully this uh, podcast helps someone. And you can, in your own way, research and find ways to combat that. Okay, so that was number two. Hold on, hold on. Am I on number six or seven? Okay, I'm sorry. Next one is problem solving. I'm sorry, I should have numbered these in my head better. But next one is problem solving. We get a little entangled and a little wrapped up when it comes to problem solving, especially if there's someone else involved. Uh, when there's when there's someone else's energy involved, we problem solving is a little difficult because, and of course, I'm I'm speaking from personal experiences. Um, and personally, when it comes to problem solving, I have an issue where I don't want someone else's feelings to be hurt or someone else's emotions to get wrapped up in mine if that makes sense like I don't want someone to try to sway me out of something for example that I'm very passionate about or something that I want to do no matter how ridiculous it sounds to me now don't get me wrong I love someone who's honest with me and by all means give me your opinion if I ask for it or if we're if I you know if I bring up something and I want your opinion or we're just having a conversation if I brought it up then I have to be willing to accept your opinion other than that, I should just kept it to myself if I didn't want to hear what another person has to say. But if I'm actually trying to solve a problem and I'm speaking with someone else, it could be a little difficult when emotions are involved or someone seems cold or someone seems too, uh, I don't know, like too just dismissive of my idea or something of that nature then that can become difficult. Um, on a regular day-to-day basis, as far as problem solving, we can be a little indecisive because we, we, we tend to overthink a lot. <laughs> okay, so the next one is highly sensitive. And I don't know if you notice a pattern or not, but all of these intertwine and go together like nobody's business. But highly sensitive. We're very, very sensitive to energies. We're very sensitive to emotions, like I said. We're very sensitive when it comes to just vibrations, period. Um, I know some people may have heard of retrogrades, and we know the universe shifts its own energy that affects us all, whether we notice or not. But empaths pick up on this quite easily, and half the time we don't even know it. <laughs> I know I didn't find out, like, really, I really didn't, I wasn't aware of those particular energies until last year 
And a lot of people did dive a little deeper. A lot of people had more time on their hands to dive a little deeper, to feel certain things and understand certain things, or at least try to get an understanding of certain things because of 2020 and everything that was going on. But I was already headed in that direction, and 2020 kind of gave me that push. And it explains a lot if you really think about it. So if you're not into it, then you might want to do your research on retrogrades and those particular energies because they may help you as far as going, you know, in your day-to-day life. If you want a better understanding of why your emotions may be shifting or why energy around you may be shifting. And then we have, uh, I have a little, little, like three little highlights here. And um, one of those is that we tend to be healers, which goes back to the narcissistic behavior that we put up with as empaths because it's like opposites of attract a narcissist is pretty much the exact opposite <laughs> of an empath they are dangerous for us they can really mess us up mentally which of course leads to messing you up physically as far as health uh, etc so we have to be careful. You cannot heal everyone. Everyone doesn't want healing. And everyone's not aware that they need healing. So a lot of a lot of times, like, the reason why we're supposed to love each other and understand and love everyone is because a lot of people just aren't aware. And that's due to the illusions, which I spoke on in episode three. So if you haven't checked that out, go check that out. But... We're healers by nature. There's no fighting it. That's just who we are, whether we want to heal nature, whether we want to heal animals, whether we want to heal humans, whether we want to heal the whole entire universe. That's just is ingrained in us, and I think it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Being an empath is a very, very beautiful thing, and it's just it's up to us to realize what we should and should not do and what we can and cannot do, and... I keep going back to narcissists because I've dealt with narcissists and they're not that common. They're not as common as people think. People do have, certain people do have narcissistic tendencies, but they're not actually like narcissists. They just have certain, you know, signs and they may have certain behavior, but that doesn't just make them bona fide narcissists. Okay. So don't get me wrong on that. It's just that as an empath, I tend to attract where I used to attract them in, you know, at, to a certain capacity, I'll say that. Um, so the second highlight is that we're nurturers, right? Which pretty much rolls right into the healer, you know, with the love of nature, with everything. So we're nurturers by nature as well. And I think it's dope. I think it's wonderful that we have that nurturing, like motherly or fatherly, of course. <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't leave the guys out. But, well, you know, I, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. Because I don't, I don't want to keep dipping back and forth, you know, as far as we shouldn't nurture. No, you, it's fine. Like, nurture. You know, just be aware of what you're nurturing is all I'm going to say. Okay. And the third highlight, and this is just got to be the biggest one. 
we give, 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 give as impasse because of all the other things that I listed. <laughs> so this is extremely unhealthy when it comes to, first of all, if you're dealing with someone and you're never receiving, you're always giving, that's red flag numero uno. That is the biggest red flag. Do not, I repeat, my fellow empaths, do not let anyone use you. You will be drained. You will have nothing left for yourself. And when it's all said and done, you're going to be, you're going to be very unhappy. Like, you're going to have regrets. And as empaths, we tend to automatically, of course, like I said, be highly sensitive. So you're going to feel awful. And the only, you, you're never going to be able to explain that to yourself. Like, dang, like, why did I let it go on for so long? How did I let this happen? Don't get me wrong. It's not necessarily your fault. Because as an empath, that's all you want to do is be great. And there's nothing wrong with that. Be great, but have it. Please, if you don't take nothing else from this episode please take this please be vigilant and please set healthy boundaries i'm gonna say that one more time set healthy boundaries i'm telling you set healthy boundaries because anyone that cares for you anyone that's not just looking for what you can do for them are perfectly fine with boundaries they have their boundaries. They're not giving you anything, okay? And I'm just talking about those who just receive and never want to give. And when you ask for something, they look at you like the audacity of you <laughs> asking me for something. Those people, those are the ones you stay away from. Because once you set that bar, once you get to that point where you're questioning things and whether you're doing too much, then yeah, it's 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 your fault after that. Like you're aware now. You're aware now. So just don't do yourself that. Just don't do yourself like that. That's an empath. I feel that's an empath's biggest problem is that they give until they can't give anymore, until they have nothing to give to themselves, and that's a problem. Please work on that. If you have that issue, about please just. By all means, be a giver. It's, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing wrong with giving. There's nothing wrong with shedding that light on the world. That's what you were put here for. If more people practice that, the world will truly be a better place. And I, I love being an empath. And I enjoy being an empath more because I'm aware now. And don't get me wrong, even with, it's it's a process though. It's a process. Like I had to go through hell and back before I learned this. Even once I realized I was an empath, it still was a process because when it comes to the people you love, we love so deeply. We love hard and we can barely know someone. And if they're smiling in our face, if they're showing us acts of you know kindness then we're going we're going hard for that person like we're we're in it to win it 
and we don't expect anything in return. And I'm not too sure how many of you listening um, may do this. Like, and I, I'm learning. I'm still learning that people that do want to give, don't knock them. Don't turn them away because I don't know if it's like an independent thing I have or what. I'm working on it. Like I said, I still have to figure it out. But I have a tendency to not want to ask for anything. I have a tendency to not want to accept certain things. You know what I mean? Like, say, for example, uh, I had someone I was dating a few years back. Well, actually, a long, long time ago. But (laughs) I had someone I was dating, and me and him had, we went on a date, went out. Um... I told him he always drove, so let me drive. We'll take my car, whatever, whatever. So we went out, and we came back home. And um, I think I was, okay, it doesn't matter. I was leaving. That's all I know. I was going somewhere. And he had already noticed that, you know, I would have to put some gas in my car. So he pretty much had to force. He had to forced me to take some money and I don't know why I didn't want to I was like I'm good I got me I got money (laughs) like but he was just like um I don't understand I don't know what you mean I don't know what you're talking about like what's the issue like I'm your man that's what I'm supposed to do like you tripping so I still wouldn't take it and he just left the money in my pocketbook, like, whatever. <laughs> so he pretty much just put the money in my purse. It's like, oh, you going to take this money. So it was it was just to the point where I realized, like, okay, when someone offers, depending on the situation, take it. Like, I'm so used to giving, and it's easy for me, but I should make, you know, receiving just as easy. And it's like, I know my intentions, so why not right so that's just a small example um may seem a little weird or maybe some of you can relate you're like i don't need nobody not necessarily saying like oh whatever whatever i got this i got no it's not like that it's just like you just sometimes you just rather not i guess i'm still trying to figure that out like i don't know why i like that sometimes but i mean so we really deserve to be pampered as well and I don't know if it's just because we're so used to doing the pampering to a certain degree. I don't know. But anywho, but yes, um, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. I was that guy. Don't be that guy. But it just, being an empath can have its difficulties is pretty much what I'm trying to say. And we tend to get in our own way when it comes to certain things. And it... May, it's mainly dealing with relationships. Um, of course, it may start with family because it starts within childhood, whether you notice or not. Um, after doing research, uh, some well, research is uh, on both sides of the fence, though. Some research says that you're born as an empath you're born an empath and some research says that in a 
in some shape or form is taught. Me personally, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I've done a lot of research and it kind of both makes sense to me because my grandmother was extremely nurturing. And of course, I'm not sure because I, I can't ask her now, you know, may she rest in peace. Beautiful, beautiful woman, beautiful angel, just the biggest heart I've ever seen in this world. But um, she was very, very nurturing. And I'm not sure if she's an empath and if it was passed down. I'm not sure if it's just because of how I watched her interact with people, how I watched her treat people, because she acted as if she were an empath. You know, she has those signs. And she was very nurturing and very giving, very, 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 very giving. So I don't know. So I can't, I don't know. I know I've always been this way as far as naturally being empathetic and giving. But like I said, she raised me, so I'm not sure if I got it from her DNA-wise or just the way she taught me to be. I don't know. So, I mean, you can come to that conclusion on your own. Everybody's situation is different. So, who knows? I mean, I try my best to do as much research as possible. Um, but I feel empaths are rare to a certain degree. And, you know, for you know, for every negative, there's a positive and positive is negative. So, maybe we were born this way and other people were born a certain way. <clears throat> But I know that things change and people change as well. So I say that because I, I hope that no one has been an empath and someone has made them turn cold because of their experiences. Because that is extremely possible because empaths, whether they put themselves through it or not, tend to go through a lot. Um, excuse me one second as I light a cigarette. I know it's bad for me. That's also another thing I'm working on. And I apologize. I do. I apologize to myself. <clears throat> I know. I know, guys. I know it's not good for me. But um, but we we really tend to put ourselves in terrible situations, and sometimes it doesn't seem that bad. But I'm pretty sure if you're an empath. And if by now you're relating to this uh, episode, you're you're pretty sure that this is what's happening. And this is what this is what you've been doing. Like even to a small degree, whether you have that one family member that you just can't say no to. And I'm not just saying that just for you know the topic is impasse. So it's it's really weighing on you. And it's like when someone, I mean, it doesn't even have to be family, of course, but if someone comes to you and they have that sense of sadness, and don't get me wrong, people tend to be that way, even people that are using you. When they really want something, they really do feel some type of way. But you can't always let that emotional control get the best of you. Because a lot of narcissists, I'm sorry, but just in general, people in general, like someone who, they don't even have to be a narcissist, they can just be a con artist when it comes to that, and they'll play on your emotions. They may not know you're an empath, 
but they know those signs they see those signs and they know how to play by that you know what i mean they know how to trick you they know that okay i give you a sad story and i got you you can't you notice come on now you have to notice when someone is doing it to you when they play that card because that moment when you shift or that moment where it's it's not even the fact of you're noticing it sometimes you really can't do what they want you to do you really can't help them and they turn on you <laughs> and they turn on you when someone does that when they turn their back and they're upset they let them stay that way don't break your back don't break your heart don't break your own heart now when they do that that's a blessing let them go let them go because anybody that truly cares about you won't put that much pressure on you they won't do you like that sometimes it could be your children sometimes it could be your parents sometimes it could just be someone you're a friend a spouse just my, my fellow empaths just be very careful because as empaths we tend to take it on and it weighs on us for a while and even once that person's out of your life it plays a role and it plays a part in how you feel about yourself and about others later on in life and it really really can destroy you in certain ways whether you notice it or not and it's dangerous there's nothing more valuable than your health your health is priceless i'll say that i wouldn't say you know i wouldn't put a value on it your health is priceless without it you have nothing i don't care how much money you get i don't care how much material things you have if your health is not on point, none of that matters. None of it. So you have to really, really be in tune with yourself, in tune with your environment, and really try your best to work on it. And it does take time. Like I said, it is a process. And it's, as far as people who may feel bad about someone in the past, and you feel like you did everything you could, and that person no longer in your life and you sometimes you feel that wasted energy you feel like dang i did all of that just for them to just be most likely nine times out of ten and i'm using for example a relationship let's say you have a spouse that drained you dry mentally emotionally financially whatever the case they're somewhere else draining someone else they're looking for another source like so end it before you get to a point where you're drained don't let it go on and go so far because we tend to guilt trip ourselves when we don't do something because it's in our nature to do and when we can't or when we don't we feel bad but let me tell you something you're gonna feel a whole lot worse when that person drains you dry you'll feel a whole lot better if you cut it off early Excuse me. When you still have more of yourself to take with you at the end of it, you'll feel better. Trust me. You'll feel a whole lot worse if you wait till they're done with you. So it, it does get to a very sad point. <clears throat> and sometimes you have people that see it and they try to warn you. They try to tell you, but you don't want to listen. Depending on the situation, I would say listen. Use your discretion. I mean, you you know. And as empaths, we, like I said, we have that strong intuition. 
and we do be knowing better sometimes we feel it our intuition is telling us our gut is telling us like yo this is not for you this person's not for you no matter who they are i don't care who they are if it comes down to choosing between them and you please choose yourself please As an empath, you're blessed with the gift of knowing the difference. You just have to listen to it. You just have to pay attention to it. You don't want to get years down the road and feel like you've wasted all of that. And don't regret it either. What's done is done. Those blessings come back to you tenfold. The universe is still going to look out for you. God's still going to look out for you. You have no worries. Like, don't worry about that. You had great, as long as your intentions were great, your heart was in the right place, you're fine. Don't ever feel like you didn't do enough because I'm pretty sure that small voice on the inside of you that your gut tells you, like, I did more than enough. Because it, it, it does, when you when you don't do, and I, I know, I know how that feels when you don't do something or you can't do something for someone. And it feels like you're just not satisfied with yourself. But you just have to teach yourself. And you just got to get used to doing and knowing better. That's all. It just takes a little practice. Um. So, yeah, I think that's about it for this particular episode. Love and light to everyone. Love and light to my beautiful empaths. Because we know we got to stick together. And I wish more of us were friends. Hopefully one day I can create a group. We can come together. Because I know that energy would be fantastic in that room. <laughs> I don't think we'll have a problem with that particular crowd. Because we know what we're all there for. And we've all had similar experiences to some degree. And it probably would be a healing session. Because being around like-minded people is wonderful. And we know no one in the room is trying to use the other one for anything. And I would be very interested to see, like, what that group, how that group interacts. I think that would be beautiful. But thank you all for tuning in. Have a beautiful, beautiful, bright day.